Hi Karen here, how are you? So I thought I'd take the opportunity to answer a question that someone wrote to me a while ago. And as usual, I didn't write down the who it came from. I think I got it off uh, one of the comments on YouTube. So uh, it's a great question. I'm gonna read out what she said, because it's great. She says, hi Karen, I'm new to your channel and I'm loving watching all your videos and interviews. One thing I've always struggled with is the idea of contrast being pre-planned from our soul's perspective. I've been listening to Abraham, that's the Abraham Hicks material, uh, for many years and have greatly benefited from their teachings. And I know that they say everything we experience is in our picturing of our thoughts, beliefs and vibration. That the idea of negative events being uh, inevitable is not so. And yet other teachers, channelers, seem to say the opposite. What are your thoughts on this? I can't say I like the idea of certain things being fated, but I'm curious how you reconcile the two. And she says, anywho, I love your energy and thanks for all you share with us. It's a great question. And I'm sorry, I can't remember. I didn't write down what your name is. I'm terrible like that. Uh, let's have a look <clears throat> at the Abraham material. So... The one thing that Esther says with every, pretty much every uh, event that she does or Abraham says through Esther is, are you enjoying the contrast? <laughs> and then people go, yes. And she says, liars. So the thing is that as souls, we come from a realm of pure positive energy. And then we insert ourselves into a third dimensional experience like the earth experience to experience what has been deemed as contrast, the contrast to the pure positive energy. Because when we come from realms of purely positive energy, we can't experience what it's like to have the contrast of that because it's not available to us. So we insert or we take on human lives or lives in density. It doesn't always have to be human because there are many different multidimensional experiences where we can experience contrast or as stated in the law of one material it's called distortion and he calls pretty much everything that's not unconditional love distortion because the source is pure positive energy so anything that is not of pure positive energy is a distortion from the source and we are creating our lives from this from two perspectives from many perspectives really but to make it simple for our linear brains to wrap our minds around we're creating our lives from a soul's perspective and then as we insert our consciousness into a third dimensional reality and we take on a body and a personality we create the personality or the ego uh, we're creating from this perspective too and so yes we are creating our reality but we're creating it from many perspectives abraham doesn't talk too much or not that I've heard I've not heard them speak for many years they might be speaking more about it now but they don't talk too much about soul planning as you've stated here that we um, that uh, we create the contrast being pre-planned but they do talk about the benefit of the contrast that we live <clears throat> so in order to know more fully 
what pure positive energy or what love is like when we experience the opposite of it we have a better understanding not the right word we have a better experience of it okay this is the analogy they're giving me food trust them to give me a food analogy so imagine that you only eat a certain amount of food that you like, you really like it, and that's all you've ever eaten in your life. And then you go to another country and you eat food that you really don't like. <laughs> you really don't like it. So you come home and you eat your favorite food again. Doesn't that food taste so much better now that you've experienced what was not it and something that you didn't like? So the experience of the food was not appreciated or of benefit to you as much when you just had it all the time and you only knew that. So in order to really know something from a new perspective, from a more appreciative perspective, is to experience the opposite. And that's why we insert ourselves into experiences like planet Earth where we can experience the contrast to pure positive energy. So we do do some planning sessions before we get here and we sort out, you know, some of the things that we're going to experience. I want to experience love in a way like forgiveness. Forgiveness is experiencing love in a way that you can't experience when you're only swimming in pure positive energy. So in order to do that, somebody has to do something to you so that you can forgive them. So you might plan that out with another soul. You might say, do this terrible thing to me, rip me off, leave me, I don't know, do something to me so that I'll need to forgive you and then in forgiving you I'm going to experience love like I've never experienced it before. It's like another image that they're giving me, it's like watching people at airports. You know when someone's there living with you all the time, it's like they're nice and you like them and you appreciate them but when they go away for a while I'm getting, uh, I'm getting the images of like men that are going to war and that still happens because there's still war on our planet. You know, I've got a couple of brothers who work in the military and um, one of my brothers goes away and his wife is at home with the little children and when he comes back, how much more do you appreciate him after he's been away, especially he's not putting in too much danger, but especially if somebody that you love goes away and they're in some sort of danger like war, you worry about them, you love them even more. And when they come back, the joy of that reunion and that embrace and that love is so much greater than if they'd been in your face just walking around your living room every day. <laughs> so the contrast has created this exceptional experience. And that's what we do as souls. We create these exceptional experience through contrast. So I hope I've answered your question. I'm listening to Abraham for many years. They greatly benefit from their teachings, uh, experience thoughts through our vibrations. So, right, so she's saying, how do we um, create if we're creating through our thoughts and beliefs and vibration? So what we're doing in our creative process is because time exists simultaneously in different realms, what we actually do when we align our energy is that we have created scenarios, probable realities, parallel realities if you like, but probable realities have been created even before we get here on planet Earth. There's sort of scenarios that have been created. I could take that route on that you know, timeline, that timeline, 
And what we do when we're incarnate in physical bodies is we're aligning with different timelines. So according to the vibration and the thoughts that you have and the beliefs that you have, you will align with different timelines. I think I've spoken about this on the show before. Someone could go to a psychic and they could be in a particular trajectory of thought. I remember, you know, when I first started the show many years ago, I started with a, a psychic medium called Pam who used to do predictive type things. I don't, in my, with my psychic ability, do predictive type things, although I can if it's really strong coming through. But we had this caller on the line that was having some money problems and she didn't tell him on the line, but when he hung up, she said, that guy's going to lose his house, he's going to lose his job, he's going to lose his house, he's got some big trouble coming up. And I said, why didn't you tell him? She said, oh, no, I didn't want to give him that bad news. And I said, well, so my teaching is very different to a psychic who just predicts the future. I'm somebody who helps people align their energy. I'm somebody who teaches deliberate creation. So if you do look down a particular timeline and you see that someone is in alignment with that particular timeline, you can actually show them how not to manifest that particular timeline. So these people who are all worried about money and um, the future and their worry put them on that trajectory of finding more things to be worried about, like losing his job and then losing the house. You can ask them to shift their vibration and start appreciating what they have and start doing a, 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 a like an appreciation journal or um, shifting their beliefs and shifting their vibration and they might create a completely different timeline. He might lose his job, but before he's even lost his job, there's a better job that's been lined up for him that's paying him three times more money. And so they don't lose the house. Look, anything is possible. And then again, maybe losing the house and losing the, you know, the job is a way of bumping them into that appreciation that they're not, they're not doing because they're so busy worrying about their life and the future that sometimes when the proverbial shift it's the fan as what's happening with humanity and everything goes wrong we stop and take stock and start thinking how can I shift this in earnest and then we start looking at how we think we might start you know thinking about being more deliberate and how we're creating our lives instead instead of just bipping along with this habitual pattern of just getting up going to work hating a job coming home screaming at the kids you know making dinner whatever so it all works out in the end, whether you create a bad or a good future in front of you, it's all there to serve us. And the contrast is such an important way that we learn about who we are as genius, creative, deliberate creators. It very often takes a huge amount of contrast to knock us out of our habitual belief patterns and start to ask different questions and look at life differently. I remember when I had my shop, I had a you know, furniture and homeware shop and there was a fire in the shop and I had kicked my husband out. I had a small baby. I'm doing worry. I'm doing worry really well. I'm like an expert at worry. <laughs> and, uh, and then life gave me something else to worry about. Four o'clock in the morning, I'm in the shop with the fire brigade and, and my sister-in-law and and she had called some people to help me. And I, it was at that moment of this contrast that I was thinking, 
you know, I'm not alone. I'm not doing it all alone. Look, there are these people that are in my shop at four o'clock in the morning helping me clean up the mess. And I started to look at life differently instead of going, oh, woe's me, poor me, I'm all alone, I'm doing it all alone. And sort of telling this story over and over to myself and stressing myself out, this great contrast made me stop and start to appreciate in different ways. And it was a beautiful thing. It was a terrible thing and a beautiful thing. What happened was, it was really interesting, it was something else to worry about. I had to shut the shop and clean it up and I wasn't making money as I shut the shop. But I was insured and the insurance man came to the shop. It wasn't a big fire, so it was really just smoke damage. And he was walking around the shop saying, oh, that looks damaged and that looks damaged and that looks damaged. And I'm going, no, it doesn't. It's, that's all right. I can still sell that. And he's like looking at me and riding on his little pad and he goes, no, it looks damaged to me. And I'm going, I'm arguing with him. No, it's not. It's fine. <laughs> what he was trying to do, was he, was, he was trying to help me. He was trying to help me get the insurance money. It would be like making a sale. If I said, oh, yes, that's damaged, well, then the insurance was going to pay me, you know, the cost of the item and it would be like giving me the money that I, you know, needed. And I just, I didn't think about it at the time. I, I, I realised after he'd left that he was really trying to help me without being blatant about it. And so there is so much help around, even if it comes from insurance people and I did get a bit of a payout from the insurance which did help me buy more stock and keep the business going and and so the drama was actually a good thing in the end it was a drama you know being woken up by the police in the middle of the night and having to as I said I'd kick my husband out at that stage so I had to find someone to look after the baby and all that sort of thing but in the end it was actually a big wake-up call and a great lesson and it all turned out well so do we plan these things before we get here? Maybe not something like that. Uh, I think that um, we kind of create that. I, I definitely know that my worry was creating that, but at the same time there was help. But we do plan the bigger things, like we might plan marriages and divorces, and we might plan illnesses. Definitely um, deaths are there are agreements made before we get here when somebody leaves the planet definitely definitely in our little tribe there have been quite a few people who have lost husbands and children and uh, definitely things like that are planned before we get here you know I'm going to be a spiritual teacher and I'm going to come down to earth and experience what it is to be human and and then understand death that there is no death and so somebody I love is going to transition and from the other side I'll, I'll keep that contact and then I'll have like an angel on the other side or a spirit on the other side who I personally know from having been with them in, you know, in the physical and uh, they'll help me understand that there is no death because I'll keep that, the lines of communication open. So agreements like that are definitely made. So while we're living our lives, do we see the contrast or the dramas as terrible things that we don't want to happen to us? I think she says here, I can't say the idea of certain things being fated is something uh, that she wants. But, you know, those terrible things that happen to us, that, that contrast is um, such an amazing way to learn and grow. And uh, it doesn't seem logical to want terrible things to happen to you. But just like Esther would say at the beginning of all her uh, sessions, are you enjoying the contrast? <laughs> maybe start to look at the contrast as something to be enjoyed, as something to be appreciated, as something not to worry or be, you know, trepidation about. 
so we're going through contrast as a human race we're going through huge amounts of contrast with the pandemic and the lockdowns and the oh who knows what's to come you know australia's been through its fair share of contrast this year with the australian fires and the floods and then the pandemic and the lockdowns can we enjoy the ride and not be too worried or fearful about it and see how we're growing and expanding and learning through the contrast we live in this polarized contrasting environment love it because you do love it when you're a soul so donning that uh, higher perspective is being up for it is being game to experience all that life has to offer and much of it is contrasting to the pure positive energy that we come from that we experience when we return to love as i've said in my book called return to love we don't need to die to return to love we can return to love while we're embodied and it makes a much more enjoyable life life as we are experiencing love for all of it just like i said in my show with shirley batty or she said to me she was saying love was the most important message that all her et guides and spirit guides had told her but loving all of it loving the contrast loving the evil people because they're souls too and uh having that perspective of seeing the divine in everything that unconditional love that's when you create mastery in your life when you have unconditional love there is no condition in which you cease to love you can see love or you can see the divine in everything so i hope that answers your question and big love to all of you and thank you so much for watching the shows and watching my little you know bits to camera my guides keep saying do more of these so send me your questions if you have questions and i'll do more of them because I always get on camera and think what am i going to talk about but when someone sends me a question i've got something to talk about so it's great and love you all speak to you soon bye for now <laughs>